Right now. Um, hello, Ryan. Welcome to the Ultimate Football Network. Um, and Sean, obviously, is my co-host. Um, what we want to going to ask you was, first of all, was how you got started being a, a scout and where did it all start? All right. Okay. So, um, for uh, so to start off with the team that I support, I'm an Arsenal fan. Wow. Well, um, okay. So yeah, I started supporting Arsenal the Bruce the Bruce Riot time. So uh, Arsene Wenger was like a big influence on sourcing players for me, knowing to get value for money. And, you know, the Nicholas Anelka thing was a big thing for me. That was the first thing to notice, you know, maximum profit of a player. So I've always had interest in it through playing championship manager and stuff like that over the years. But um, when I started to get my hands, actually hands on, I was coaching a team, assistant coach for a team called uh, Brockley County. It was in like 2010. And um, just to cut a long story short, we dominated um, the under-9s, under-10s. A lot of scouts coming in for our players. Um, I, I dropped it out, had a family and stuff, and, yeah, did was doing work and stuff. So we fast-forward to, like, 2020. I turned on the television, and um, the player that I sourced, he was playing um, for my team, grassroots level, 10 years ago, made his debut against yeah. Liverpool, uh, West Ham, Jeremy uh, Ngeka. Um, and for me, that was like, wow, like, you know, I, yeah, we did have an eye for players then. It wasn't a fluke because it's a one in a hundred chance for a kid to make it. And for yeah. us to have a player that's a premiership player with a million valuation was like, all right, I'm on the right track. So from that night, I looked at qualifications to, to you know, start scouting. And um, so it all began, really, um, two years ago, I would say. Was that Arsenal you saying? Was that sorry? Was that, was that at Arsenal or was it what club was it with? Did you say? Oh right. So ah okay. So the first time that I initially got a job as a scout that was at Peckham Town. So that was Peckham at Town. Peckham Town in 2019. They are a Sell Kent team. Um, they've been knocking around since I was a kid, but they've actually they've got a plan to uh, get into the uh, Isthmian League. So I was right. scouting for them, uh, their first team. Uh, I sourced the goalkeeper from Barbados that I know I played with. He's a student. Um, and um, they won the FA Vars that year. That I was looking for a few players. Right. Um, they asked me to build their youth team because obviously I helped do it at Brockley County. We had a good success rate. And I built their youth team, their under nine, under tens grassroots uh, clubs with a few of my mates. And then, um, yeah, I got some interest from... Who was it? I got some interest from Millwall because um, they were scouting our games and that's what we was doing. Arts who sourced the players. So my initial start was at um, Peckham Town uh, volunteering. So you got scouted by the scouts? Yes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which, is good. Which is good. That's a, that's a, that's a plus, isn't it? That's a, that's a good thing. It means you're doing the right things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's and it's like snowball from there. So I got scouted by the scouts. Obviously, I know that it's quite a niche thing. You know, you don't really hear a lot of praise for scouts. Nice. Uh, you know, you don't really... You might know the player, but they might, uh, you know, um, praise the academy or they yeah. might praise, you know, the coaches. They don't really see the, the naked eye, the guy who saw him first. So, um, yeah, uh, I just asked them what I need to continue. They said do it at Talent ID Level 1. Um, and I've done that, but I kind of... Mm -hmm. How can I put it? 
other things happened and uh um yeah like i lost a good friend and it kind of threw my you know it just kind of threw me off a bit yeah um so i will go to the power of social networking so uh, i was friends with quite a few ex-players on social media i built up a relationship with a ex-arsenal player called ryan smith um and you know i just reached out to him and told him you know going through some issues is, is there anything you can do to kind of help me kickstart this scouting thing and he said, yeah, I'll, I'll, no problem. Um, basically, I got a call from, I'm Guyanese, and that year we um, reached the Gold Cup, which is the first time in our history. So we was kind of on the right track. I was following their recruitment drives, and um, they had a coach called Taff Rathman, who was a coach there. Um, Ryan Smith uh, introduced me to Taff, and I met Taff at an under-21 Arsenal game, under-23 Arsenal game. So I was around okay. scouts um, in, in the box area and stuff. It was a bit surreal. Um, and from there, I took a talent ID level two. We made the connection. And yeah, that's how I kind of started to apply for roles more seriously. Okay. So you was at, you was at, you got scouted by Millwall. And then when when you did your talent ID two, two did you then go on to do uh, apply, look at other clubs? Or did you just stay at Millwall for a while or... Yeah, how did, so, it, how, um, how did that pan out? Okay, so yeah, so um, basically, when I passed my talent ID level two, um, that was just that just before COVID started, right? And my paperwork with Millwall was getting finalized. Um, so obviously, this hit us everybody hard, we didn't know how to deal with it. So, my paperwork got put to the back burner. So, unfortunately, um, when it was time for clearance, um, Millwall had to start the process again. Um, but in that, in that time, I was, because um, I had applied for jobs, I was approached by Crystal Palace and AFC Wimbledon in that time. So, right. yeah. Okay, so you just decided which one you was going to sort of pump for. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the, um, I don't know if you noticed or you've seen it, the BT Sport um, South London programme? Yeah, I've seen it. I haven't watched it, but I, it's oh, on it's... my reminders. Yeah, it's on my reminders. It's really good. Um, and it's, uh, Peck features quite a lot heavily in that. Um, oh really? Oh, okay. that, well, Southeast London, anyway. Yes, yeah. Lambeth Tigers and people like that feature quite mm-hmm. heavily. Ria mm-hmm. Ferdinand and all those guys. Yeah. Um, Sean, I don't know if you've got any um, questions as you're a fellow scout. Yeah. So, um, just, just a bit about me, Ryan. I, I'm currently scouting at Kingsland Town. Okay. They um, are in the um, conference, right? Is it the conference? Yeah. Mm-hmm. conference yeah. I've, um, I've had a bit of a, a journey with with it and not too far from from the same story as you have mm-hmm. um but my my question for you is what's your what's your next steps where are you going to push on to and what courses are you looking at currently yeah so um so i've been looking at a lot of courses but the one that i really want to do is the talent id level three um yeah. you, uh, with my aspirations in the future i know that i would like to become a sporting director or a technical director or maybe even at national level um, yeah. you know, my native country, Guyana, um, I would like to recruit players for them. Um, you know, so that's what I really want to do in the future. Um, so a level three, maybe a level four, but they cost the arm and the leg and they're very difficult to, to uh, access. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure you know that. Right, it's a very closed market. Um, and it's, it's having that foot in the doorway, isn't it, to, to be able to access the, the courses and yeah. It's it's just getting there, but I find if you put the hard effort in, then the doors will open. Yes, that's true. Um, 
No, the, the other question I've got, as a scout, um, there are a lot of courses going around at the moment. Mm. Is there any courses that you've you've done and you've gone, well, actually, that hasn't helped me? Oh, um, see, so yeah, I look for value for money in the courses. I look for what connections I would make. Um, there hasn't yeah. been any courses I would say I wouldn't attend. Maybe I would say no uh, no negative uh, shine on the PSFA, but it's just very far to get to uh, Manchester and I think another area. If you yeah. haven't got the means, it may be difficult for you to attend uh, that course. Um, yeah. But I've heard so much good things about it. Um, that would be my only negative, um, that it's just the distance sometimes if you're not driving. Yeah, okay. Um, and just another one on, on, on training side of things. Do you think, as, as a scout yourself and seeing it from the, the outside looking in, mm. do you think the FA need to make a bigger um, effort to make it more accessible for people who might not, on the financial side, might not be able to do it? Yeah, I do. Um, but that's across the board for all their courses, I would say. Um, you know, uh, if you're not working with a club or willing to put your time and effort um, and a club's not willing to support you or pay for your courses, then it's solely on you. Um, and yeah, I do think they should tailor some courses. I mean, the talent ID level one is great. That's free. Um, that puts, that wets your mouth a little bit. <laughs> but then when you click the button for the further courses, you're like, hold on a minute. This is quite expensive. And like you said, um, the work you put in uh, you get a lot out of it. And if you haven't got the time to put in the work, it's a lot of miles. I'm sure you know, Sean, Baz, it's a lot of miles. If you can't put those miles in and make them connections, those courses are kind of null and void. So I yeah. feel you have to really know you're going to do this because there's a lot of um, lot of risk and no reward sometimes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, one of the things I was going to ask was to both of you to Ryan as well. It's about, you know, what do, what do you think at the moment about scouts paying, level of paying, um, your contribution to a first team or academy, is mm -hmm. it valued Is it valued as it should be? And if it's not, how do we change it? How do we, how do we make it better? Um, so, so this is the thing. Um, as we know, it's all a business. It's all a business. Yeah. It's all financial. Sure. Um, and you know, sometimes we like, you know, we like we rush into things and think, yep, this is this is the one, this is the one that we got to think about. Somebody has to lose a place, <laughs> you know. I'm, we, yeah. we kind of think, yeah, yeah, someone has to lose a place, whatever That's level true. it is, yeah. pre academy, academy, first team, under 23s. Um, so I really feel that it, well, I think that they should, you know, let the scouts work, 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 and put together a showcase team. That's what I believe they should do. Okay. Put together a showcase team at all levels, get scout, yep, under nines, under tens, whatever it be, and play their academies. And if these showcase teams beat these academies, then I feel that the, the scouts' word should be a bit more heard because, you know, we're eyes on the ground and all we're given is reports sometimes. Some 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 head of recruitment say got time to read reports unless it's specified. So it's very difficult, you know, but we are needed. But with the technology coming in and stuff, everyone has their own methods. So, look, I would love to, any player I recommend the academy to take, but, you know, the financial side kind of overshadows our work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the way that, on answering um, Barry's question, for me, I, I think 
it's got it's got to be a wholesome change where mm. people stop uh, accepting voluntary roles. Now, oh now. yes, that's true. That's I true. Know, yeah, I know. For me, I'm a I'd be called a hypocrite because I'm at the moment doing a voluntary role. Mm. Um, but as a as a wholesome change, if people start saying no to voluntary roles, then the clubs are going to suffer from having expert eyes on on the backs uh, the background. From mm. scouts doing the voluntary work, and then they're going to have to start paying someone to do the job. Yeah, problem ah. is that's the way that's the way in, isn't it? That's the pro- that's the problem, and then they know they know that as well, don't they? They know yeah. clubs know that you know the, the lower clubs can't specifically afford maybe a scout, so they, they, they have a volunteer role, knowing that if you've got that on your CV, you can use that to to progress to an, a, a higher club, which can potentially pay mm. you. But but the even problem, then, bigger clubs bigger clubs are still using voluntary scouts yeah yeah, yeah. true i yeah. mean down to the yeah. down to the well yeah that down to the cat one academies a lot of the yeah. scouts are voluntary i know one scout um who's at a who's at a premiership club quite far um he's paid he's paid scout but um you know they they offered him some some promises and they were broken pretty quickly so i think he's going mm-hmm. to another club and I, and I know that's a common theme uh promises yeah. being broken um, because let's be honest, it costs them nothing to have us as voluntary scouts. Um, yeah. But the work we put in can, you know, pay us later on. Do you guys know any paid scouts? Yeah. Yeah. Taking them a, a long time to get to where they where they are. Um, yeah. And they've yeah. had to do the voluntary side of things to build the CV up. Um, mm-hmm. But once they once they've done it and they've showed their dedication and um, what they're writing on, on the reports are, are true to what, what they're saying because mm-hmm. it's all about being uh, liable to what you write. Mm-hmm. Um, once they've got that down, um, yeah, they, they went into full-time jobs and it's, it's just a hard place to, to get to. But once you're there, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if you don't build on, on what you're doing, then you can be replaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's just I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I hear a lot in the in the, the scouts network that um, a lot of chat about pay and about are scouts valued enough by clubs? And the the, the feeling I get is they're not they're not valued enough by clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and my Agreed. question is why 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 is that if people think it's just because they can get volunteers in or do they do they value the work that's put in by scouts enough um well, I don't... I, you know I I, well I, I I can give examples of clubs that i've worked at that you know some clubs are oversaturated with scouts right. some clubs could have about i don't know 40 scouts and only you know five are trusted um, yeah, yeah, some some scouts just want to wear the retire, you know. Mm. Um, I would just say, like, as well, with the like, all right, so I know a lot of scouts that have scouted for a while and just become intimate diaries, they've cut out the nonsense and they've said, All right, because I don't yeah. feel valued, and the miles that I put in, I'd rather do it on my own, yeah. Um, so I kind of understand that side, um, but you know, I think that it will take something like you said, the FA or somebody to step in um, and, you know, maybe try and get something in that we are recognised or paid at least mileage or something like that. Yeah. Um, like a registration that the agents have? Or... 
Yeah, or like a retainer or a retainer. I, I heard you can get retainers like a hundred pounds yeah. um, yeah. a month. Um, but is that really enough? Because how many miles? Look at the prices of petrol as well now. <laughs> it's it's a lot. So you've you've you, you know you've opened a, a kind of worms there, Baz. What's your air, what's your area that you cover, Ryan? Do, I, I mean, let me say mileage. Do you cover you know like South Coast? Do you, where, how far oh, so, down? And north, yeah, so and north I'm south east London. So it will be league. So it will be like any league that is South London based. So you said Tandridge or the Silk right. Um, You know, um, so really the South London area. Okay. Uh, if there's games that scouts can't get to, I would say vice versa. Right. So you're not so, going uh, mileage, like you're not going to Manchester or you're oh, not going no, from no, there, but, like, no. no, but. Hello. But I mean, like, if there was an opportunity for a paid role to, to go, Man you know, go Manchester, do that. So I'm, you know, that like, I'm prepared to put in the market. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it's it, it's a hard one. Um, and I know some clubs pay for um for match tickets. Um, they get they get you to where you need to be in the game, but mm -hmm. they won't cover the mileage side of things, and um that can be hard because what's that thirty thirty pounds for a match, and that's really just covering the match ticket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's just not, yeah. Valued wise, it's not. It's not great, um, and it will take a, a national a national change to get us to where we need to be. Um, the people I I really feel sorry for are the people um, who are in the lower leagues. They're not. They're not getting paid, um, but they're not mm. also getting recognised. Mm. Um, I mean, because I've what? How can I say I've like. Because I've experienced kind of both sides. I've experienced yeah. um, working at a, a Kent County team and scouting for them, knowing I'm not going to get paid, but just enjoying the journey. Um, and I would say, you know, coming into a professional setting, you know, being, I would I would say, in uh, an elite academy club as Crystal Palace, um, that was yeah. an eye-opener to see how, how high the levels are. You know, Definitely seeing that it's not... Academy. Sorry? Definitely an elite, elite academy. Yeah, an elite academy. So seeing how high the levels are and, and, and you know, the penny drops that actually sometimes, you know, I, and I, I feel bad to say this, but it's kind of bigger than the scouts because these clubs will be there anyway. All they got to do, let's be honest, all they have to do is put an open day out in the community centre, Crystal Palace, have their scouts there or their coaches there. And, you know, they wouldn't really need us. But, um, you know, I mean, but I think when it comes mm -hmm. to the in-depth, uh, reports or the in-depth players or player like like you said Lambeth Tigers or number nine at Lambeth Tigers no one can get hold of these scouts are needed so I think more I this is what I think if they have vacancies at clubs and they need filling they should have these scouts and they should pay them that's what I believe um, not just you know stockpiling scouts for the sake of it you know I think if they have a need they should put an advert out and say for this period uh, we need to bring in this amount of players, um, these positions. We want the best of the best. And, you know, we'll pay you for it. And I guarantee you they'll get a better quality of player, I think. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. if you if you, if you you invest in your, in your, in your staff, don't matter who the mm -hmm. staff is, mm -hmm. then you're investing, in, you're investing in down the line, aren't you? So if, yeah. I, if you're paying me 
a hundred a thousand pounds rather than a hundred pounds mm-hmm. damn sure i'm going to be looking harder for a, for yeah, a better quality player i'm going to be working harder for you man mm-hmm. of course i am mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just it's just human nature human mm-hmm. nature just you know money drives human nature you can't you can't ignore it it drives it so if you're going to get paid more money you're going to work harder you just that's just the way it is um and you're going to get you're going to do the best you, have, you can for that club you don't want to lose that job if you're getting paid good money but if you're getting paid mm-hmm. and not not great money you're going to go, well, it doesn't really matter if I lose this job because no one gets paid great money. So, what was, you know, it's not like I'm going to, you know. You're only, you're only going to put the effort in if it's going to benefit you. Yeah. People lose that incentive. Yeah. But but I would say this, though. I would say this, you know, um, to put the, the contacts I've made, the people I've met, um, it's worth more than money. You know, um, you get an email from a club, I don't know, a premiership team saying, you know, we want you for an interview or, you know, you, you, you brush shoulders with a CEO of a club or, you know, it's kind of a bit surreal. And I think sometimes um, we just have to kind of enjoy the journey and the rules will come at the end. So yeah. I, I went into this, not that I've read books on it, knowing <laughs> that it's going to be a bit of a dry ride. But in the end, if you, you know, move your pieces correctly, mm. you, you know, you know, you can progress here. So I yeah. think, you know, there is a lot of negatives but I think once you get your first player in and you show a bit of value, it can only be up from there. I think. I think with anything, you have to gain the trust. You you have to gain the trust. Because I think, yeah, I think that in the club's um, defense or any club's defense, you know they they might they might be in a financial situation. They might be able to take a lot of people in the books. You know, so they have to see okay. Is it worth us putting this money in this player? It's like a player under the contract. Oh, is it? You know what I mean? Is he putting in a lot of work for us to pay in this money? So I think a lot of scouts have to show their worth too. But if you if you flip the coin and change the the financial side on scouting to players, mm-hmm. um, especially in the pro teams, you're you're paying players who could still be in for three years, um, mm-hmm. and is what we would see as fans as a waste of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you were to move that that player off, you got what seventy grand, seventy grand a week, um, or even a month for for the lower low kind of going down the leagues. Um, put that money into scouting. Surely that would yeah, be true, benefit true. the team. And yeah, um, being a Crystal Palace fan, um, there was a couple of players that we paid way too much money um, who haven't done anything for years. And if we use that money elsewhere and we could build our future with like the academy mm-hmm. side of things and scouts yeah. bringing players in, then mm-hmm. it would it would build our future um, and not be wasted on a player who sits on the bench. Yeah, I understand that. Um, and like, you know, like, I know like, I read The Athletic as well and I look at some deals, like why do they ever do that deal? But a lot of these yeah. deals are like for tax reasons and stuff like that. Mm. So, they, you know, so they just buy players sometimes just to have them off the books, which things we don't really know, but I do understand what you mean. Totally. Ryan, do you think uh, joining the uh, the Scouts Network has, has, has helped uh, with you, what, you, what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, um, what's it called? When I was first um, starting out, um, I went on some courses that was run by Jed Searson. I, wouldn't, yeah, I don't yeah. think I would have found him if I weren't on this group. Um, also, you know, speaking to other people from around the world um, with the same interest as myself. 
um, that always helps. And some of the people that you speak to, you can just look them up on the football manager and they're there. That's always nice. So yeah, it's yeah. been it's been cool. It's been, I've really enjoyed it. That's good. It's good to hear. I mean, I know some people have got goals from it. I don't know if you did yourself, but obviously a lot of people have. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully you can progress. If obviously you get go on to get other roles as well through it, hopefully. Yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah, you know that's the aim. Um, LinkedIn has helped a lot. Um, yeah, that does as well. That's good. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's been. I mean, all around, it's been a good experience. Is there is there something you would um, say to someone who wanted to get into scouting but didn't have the the startup that that you you had and is lo- looking to get into into scouting? Oh yeah, um, you know, I always I always get uh, messages about how do I get into it. I always just say, you know, take the level one, um, the FA level one. Um, that's always a good basis to get some knowledge and then look around from there. And I, I also, if they've got the level one, I will refer them to the group, um, which also helps. Um, yeah, yeah but, I, I, but, I, but I would just tell them, you know, volunteer with your, your, you know, your, local, your, your local grassroots club. Say you want to do a scouting role, you do it for no money. You'll be an opposition scout or whatever you you know whatever they need, and just show your worth that way. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ryan. I know you've got a you've got a shoot in a, literally a couple of minutes. So yeah, thanks, thanks very much for joining us tonight on the uh, on the on the podcast. No, that's fine. I'm sorry if I waffled on a bit <laughs> to start. <laughs> I was trying to get so much out. <laughs> no problem at all. Um, but no, thank you, Sean and Barry. Thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.